Happy Sunday to you all listening in online through BBS Radio. Today it is August 7th, 2022. A two-hour gathering here on the conference call, simulcast with his radio show, the Sunday morning with the Elohim. We appreciate your presence. And someone else joined in. Two more people joined in on the conference call. Please say your names and locations. Joan, Dolan Springs. Welcome, Joan. Thank you. Hello, Hi. everybody. Anyone else? I see you and everyone in high. Shirley from Hi. Ohio. Welcome, Shirley. Hi, Shirley. Hi, Shirley. Oh. Happy Sunday morning. Welcome to the conference call. Please say a name and location. John from Las Vegas. Good morning, John. Welcome. Morning, hi. Hi, John. Hello, hi. John. Hi. 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 Lynn in Sedona. Did I, did I announce myself? I can't remember. Welcome, Lynn. <laughs> Good to hi, have Lynn. you. Welcome, It wears off. Though I don't see hi, I don't see uh, win as a drinker. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Happy Sunday morning. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. Hi, this is Joni in St. Louis. Welcome, Joni. Hi. Hi, Joni. Hi. Hi, Joni. Hi, everybody. Long time no hear. I know. Been really waylaid. Happy Sunday to the next call. Please say name and location. Good morning, everyone. It's Eminem in Nebraska. Welcome, Mike and Mary. Hi, Mike and Mary. Vin. <laughs> yes. Your phone line is not a moderator. I'm not? Okay, let me call right back. All right. Sounds, sounds great, though. <laughs> Somebody's kitty cat. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, my I have I have a cat that's in heat. <laughs> oh. oh, he's saying, "Let me out! Let me out!" <laughs> yeah, you know she uh, pulled her in. She was one that fed off the back porch for about a year. Opened the door one day, she jumped up on the couch and laid down. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> then find out she's pregnant. Hi, has five kittens. And as soon as she's done with the kittens here, still the kitten five or four in the house. Still got four to get rid of, or three to get rid of, and then she's instantly in heat again before we get her to the vet. Oh, they wanted thirteen hundred dollars to uh, to get her. I don't know if it's spayed or neutered. I think it's spayed. Oh spayed. Oh, happy Welcome to the next call. Appreciate name and location. Hi, hi, this is Cecil from the Great Northwest. Welcome, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, family. Is Cecil here? He's <laughs> <Right> here. <laughs> Alive and kicking. I see you. I hear you. I hear your sweet laugh. Kind of like the three studios. Hello, 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 hello. Twin the old jar. Welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and location. It's Roger in Austin. Happy Sunday, Roger. Welcome. Hi, Roger. Hi. Hi, Hi, Giggles. 
Vitor, did you watch the the choir today? The Mormon Tabernacle Choir. No, I didn't. Oh, you'd love it. Oh, oh you would love yeah. it. Someone else joined yeah. in. Happy Sunday. Uh-oh. Please say name and location. Yeah, happy Sunday. Positive greetings. Hi from Sedona. Raiden. Welcome, welcome, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Hi, everyone. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting ready to go to church right now. Oh, <laughs> oh to Saint Mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Saint <laughs> well, that little I, where I worked, a little Italian guy would come in here, and I go, "Well, where do you go to church?" He goes, "Saint Mattress." And I thought about it, and I'm going, "Oh, cute." <laughs> <laughs> um, Saint Mattress, I get it. <laughs> it's a funny thing. I had a guy who was standing in line in a convenience store. He was in front of me. Probably looked like he was 90 years old. He was putting stuff in his arms, and some of it fell out. And she says, excuse me, sir, would you like a bag? He looked up, and he goes, bag? Nah, I left her in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Charming. Hey, I don't know if anyone ever does it, but... Go ahead. You better be, you better you better be careful or Amber Heard is gonna sue you. <laughs> I have lawyers. I've got like three hundred and forty hours of Simi insurance. So hey, by the way, I don't know if anyone ever watches it, but I love watching it on YouTube. It's called Country Life Vlog. It's a couple from Azerbaijan. No words are ever spoken, but all she ever all they ever do is cook and have little projects. They have like four point Three million oh, I think I've seen them. I've seen them do watermelon. I love these people. They have like they have a garden that's like oh yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But. Yeah, and they just have one of them has English subtitles. Yeah, and they just never they never speak a word. Right, never. It's just they say they say whatever the product is, you know, basil. Right, exactly. Whatever they're cooking with salt. And it's out in a vat in the backyard. Hmm. It's yeah, it's all all on a porch that they and I yeah. I've watched them for a while. I watch them build the house they're on and stuff like that. But it's one of those things you just sit down and and because uh, I'm stuck in the city, I grew up a row, and it's nice just to sit. But Country Life Vlog, B L O G, on YouTube. Country it's, uh, Life Vlog. Oh yes. Yeah, it's awesome. Just it's just scenery, uh, rural. It is uh, Azerbaijan is kind of a. Uh, it's kind of the the, wow. the the a Mediterranean-ish kind of like Italian, um, you know, uh, elevation, and it is uh, mm-hmm. like a oh, south yes. east of Russia. Beautiful, beautiful filming. Yeah, it's a lady, and the one I watched was a lady and a, a fella, and they're yeah. they're doing yes. their canning or, or uh, processing or whatever. But she always she always wow. cooks enough for fifty, and then sits that. But she is so skilled, so skilled. I like to cook. Mm-hmm. I like to bake. Yeah. I like to, you know, make pasta, do whatever. And I cook like ninety nine percent of what I eat. And to just watch this woman, it's like you. It's just shameful. Wow, <laughs> I've had dinner. How she so hungry. <laughs> but it's but it's funny to watch. I've watched them for years. Because they're like up to a billion views, so they've got it monetized, and it's funny to watch their life change from literally kind of like a like a mud hut 
house into the earth uh, and to what they built it right now. So it's uh, fun to watch them progress, and it's a, it's a wonderful thing. You know, they're, oh. they always get a, mil- a million to five, five million views. It's incredible. Yeah. What's their My doctor wow. friend like, in no. St. Louis here is from Azerbaijan. Oh. Country yeah. Life Vlog. You'll just see a rooster. <laughs> it's vlog with a V, right? Uh, it is country v. and then life and V. Uh, Victor Lima Oscar Golf. Vlog. Yeah, video. Video log. Uh, video log. Three correct. million subscribers. Yeah, they have four point three million subscribers. Oh, yeah, and almost a, almost a, almost a billion views. It's just the funnest thing to watch their channel. In the middle, uh, we do it at almost every Sunday. <laughs> well, happy Sunday to all of you here. Thank you all for being here. Thanks, sir. Thank you for always being here. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. The last post how to was keep, 39, how to keep 39 minutes mixed. ago. Like They posted it, and it's already got 34,000 views. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, to, every, everything gets like a million. How salad for 12 months. Yeah, 12. <laughs> they do between probably 2 to 5 million views every video. It, they're, it, she's wow. incredible to watch. Oh, wow. So, I've never heard of them. But it's incredible. That I like watching the evolution. <laughs> Watch the elevation, or the, rather the evolution of their life. From what the, if you go to their main page, you'll see the green door with like in the wall, and that used to be their first house. It was just uh, oh, wow. literally an earth house. And, uh, that looks like the Lord of the they, Rings. Um, yeah. Lord of the Rings Hobbit house. Yep. Oh, easy. Oh, was it? Exactly like that. Yep. The round door. Did I, did I hear Kathleen on the line? I don't think she's here. No. No. I saw something on her Facebook page, and she is an incredible writer. I was amazed. I wasn't amazed, but I was pleased to read it. It was so. Um, Passionate and true. Okay. I guess we're ready to get started. Excellent. Can we start off with a Terry update? A what? A Terry update? Yeah, we will. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. On August 7th. The recording has started. This is August 7th, 2022. Wynn in Sedona. Terry in spirit right now. She's not on the line. And, um, you know, she's kind of in a holding pattern. Um, she's in a rehab home about seven miles from here. And she's still hardly eating. And the truth of the matter is, I don't know why 
she's in the state she's in, other than the fact that she's hardly eating. Because, I mean, she does have this drain in her. They are draining her. I mean, this all started when um, her oxygen level that I measured at home was very low. And I took her to emergency. And uh, they said she had a pleural effusion, which was where there's fluid in between the lung and the rib cage. And um, they took her to the hospital. They drained the fluid, and then fluid kept building up again. So they had to install a drain in her chest where they can plug a tube into it and drain the fluid. So the nurses were doing that. This is kind of a standard procedure for pleural effusion. And I started studying it and trying to figure out what's causing it and what could fix it. And they released her from the hospital to a uh, rehab home. And she was at the rehab home for a week. And then um, they had to let her go home because her insurance wouldn't cover any longer time in the rehab home. And... um, she came home for three or four days, and I'm thinking, what to do, what to do, what to do? And I had read that cancer and pneumonia can cause pleural effusion. So I came to the conclusion she was having a recurrence of her previous hospital time four and a half years ago. And I decided to take her to the hospital in Phoenix where her oncologist was, and I did. And Raiden came over and helped me carry her into the car, and we went to Phoenix and checked her in, and they said, he said there was no cancer. And uh, it was unclear whether there was pneumonia. If you guys recall, she was coughing a lot for a while before the SHIT really hit the fan on the call. And um, they started giving her a lot of antibiotics. And they released her to the rehab home, the same home that she was thrown out of. And um, and I've been visiting her every day. It's about six or seven miles from Sedona, so it's not that far. Hi there. Welcome back. And, um, you know, she's in bed. She can't walk. She can barely speak. She shakes her head yes and no. And um, no one is really knowing 
why she has these symptoms. And um, and they're giving her antibiotics, and they're giving her some um, artificial THC, I guess you could call it, which they hoped would increase her appetite. And her appetite maybe has gotten a teeny bit better. Like, so bring her a meal, and they have to feed her usually. And she'll take two or three forkfuls of it, and that's it. And she pushes it away. And then she drinks some apple juice and a few spoonfuls of applesauce. And sometimes she'll drink a little milk, which is probably really good. But she's getting really thin. And I have been trying to bring her things every day, things that I think she'll like. And if I'm lucky, I to get her to get a spoonful. Otherwise, she shakes her head and says no. So I don't know if how much not eating is contributing to her symptoms, or hardly eating, I should say. And of course, before this happened, or when it was just in the beginning stages, we were doing a channeling, and they said she was repeating some patterns of St. Catherine's life, where St. Catherine used to, um, she eventually died from anorexia, from not eating. And um, many of you have sent me suggestions, and uh, one of them was to get an eyedropper and put protein drink or something very concentrated in her mouth and just keep eye-dropping it in. And I couldn't get her... I did it one time, and then I couldn't get her to agree to it anymore. And she would shake her head no. And yesterday, I just told her, I said, I'm stuck you're not going to survive unless you start eating. And I bring things and you turn them down. And I'm going to give up if you don't cooperate. And I said, do you want to live? And she said, yes. And I said, if I bring things here, will you do your best to eat some of it? And she said, yes. So that was yesterday. And today, we'll see if we can follow through with that. And I'm hoping if she starts getting some nutrition in her, that um, it will start to shift something. And I was um, going to try homeopathy. And... 
Homeopathy, as I studied it, has helped people with really serious problems. And the way homeopathy works is the homeopathy, the homeopathist asks you questions and they document all the answers to your questions. And sometimes the questions have nothing to do with the symptoms. But through the documentation of all the answers, it comes up that you need to take this, 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 and this. And homeopathy substances are like small, um, very small amounts of different substances. Some of them are poisonous, like arsenic, for example. But it's such a small amount that it has not enough to poison you. And for some reason, these small amounts of um, substances cause the body to shift and things get better. So I had been giving her a homeopathic substance that was supposed to, this was just not through the normal procedure, just looking up uh, um, anorexia. It was supposed to stimulate eating. And I got her to take it two or three times, and then she wouldn't take it anymore. So it's, it's very sad. And I was, you know... I usually enter these things thinking I can figure it out, I can solve it. I have solved many things by searching on the internet and finding solutions. But if I can't get her to cooperate, and I'm not even sure I'll find a solution, I'm not sure, I'm sure a solution that'll work, I don't know what to do. So, I'll go see her today. I probably have to go to sleep for a while because I didn't sleep last night very well. And um, and then I'm going to go down there and see what happens. In any case, I thank you all. Will you thank grab, you all. Will you grab a tissue? What's that? Will you grab a tissue by chance? Do I sound like I'm sniffling? Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, I guess I can grab a tissue. Hang on a second. Thank you. Uh, so, go ahead. Hang on. I got to go find a tissue. Right. So I was going to say to everybody, let's all uh, in our thoughts. And love and healing to Terry, and also love and support to Win and everyone involved with Terry. We do most of the evenings at 8:05 Pacific, a light budding right after the whole Planet Healing Conference calls, where we at our home. 
We just have positive thoughts. See Terry being in good spirits and good health. And in that way, send her energy and pray for her well-being. And if you want to participate, you're very welcome to do so. Just at your own place, not on the phone line or anything, from 8.05 till 8.20 Pacific Time. Thank you. And Terry has done a phenomenal contribution. I mean, if she if she left this realm tomorrow, she's left a body of work that could go on for a thousand years, and just might, because no one has ever done this. Um, what have we done? These two group souls, both the Elohim and the Ra group, have been answering every question imaginable that I could come up with. And they have become our friends, and your, fr your friends. Many of you know it's like having a friend on the other side of the veil that is there for you, that can do things that can't be done from this realm. And but they have a criteria, and you have to make a vibratory connection, which is fairly easy to do just by coming to our calls, and and make requests that are for the highest good of all concerned and honoring free will. And we don't always know when we make a request whether it fits that criteria because it's subtle what makes a difference and what doesn't. Like, for example, we know there's a lot of negative agendas on the planet and a lot of service to self that is controlling the mindsets of many other people. And you can't, they, they can't shut them down with force because it would violate their free will. And in the big picture, we all continue forever. And there's endless opportunities to get it right. But of course, we're in this realm and, and we suffer and we get frustrated and we want everything to change and to be perfect. Now, some people say it will. And I, I hope they're right, but our sources never say have never said that. They say that a certain percentage of people will graduate the planet 
and uh, not have to reincarnate again unless I want to. But you know what? Everybody reincarnates again, even when they don't have to. And and they do it because once you know the game down here and how it works, you can make a far bigger contribution to this realm. And I know that I'm an old soul, and I'm sure I've come back here for that reason. (laughs) And it took me years to discover that, okay? You know, even though that may have been true, when I was younger, I knew I didn't fit. I knew I understood things on a deep level. I remember my mother used to confide in me all the time. And and for some reason, she, she knew that I was a wise soul. And I couldn't understand, couldn't understand it. Why am I that way? And now I do. I'm an old soul. Many incarnations in this realm. And um, and many of you are old souls. And many of you are angelic beings in this realm. Now, angelic beings don't have the same wisdom as an old soul but they have incredible ability to express love. And I remember when I was younger, I used to think about that because I saw that distinction amongst people. And I saw the distinction of people who were old souls and people who had angelic souls. But I... I knew there was a distinction, but I didn't understand it at the time. I didn't even have those that, the words old soul in my vocabulary. But I recognized people that understood life at a deep level of wisdom. And I understood people who had this radiant energy. So, today, as a change of pace, since we're not doing, we usually do a live channeling every Sunday, and we have a track record of thousands of live channelings on the Spirit Channel through Terry. And, um, As a change of pace, I'm going to play a old channeling of Daphne's from 2011. 
And this was at a time when Daphne was living in Sitka, Alaska. And she was coming to our calls and on our Wednesday night calls, we would go back and forth between Daphne and Terry. When people submitted questions. And, um, In, how do I describe this call? This was not a public call. It was, it was a private call. And uh, I hope I'm not betraying any confidences in playing it. But you get an idea of the incredible... I don't, I don't even know the word to describe it. ambience of Daphne on this call. So, and one of the reasons I'm, I'm playing it in particular is because perhaps Daphne will come in and do a session on Terry privately with me. You know, Everyone's heard the story of my sister's healing, where the Elohim projected their energy into her blood and took her lupus out. And I, one time I asked the question, how, how come we're not doing those kind of healings all the time, right? And they said that Daphne had a more grounded energy than Terry, and that it was harder to do through Terry. And although many of you have had healings, it's it usually just happens because they you've opened your own self up to ground the energy. And when we think, when we say, the Elohim healed me, and the Elohim did this, it's not like they make a, have a magic wand and say, heal, and it happens. They need to flow into this realm. And Somehow or another, you have to be able to receive their flow. And some of you have learned how to do that by coming to these calls. But if you can't receive their flow, they can't work with you, as far as I can tell. Now, Somebody may be, able to, may be able to receive their flow, even if they don't know what they're doing, and uh, even if they don't come to our calls. And I can't really explain what 
qualifies a person to receive their flow. But I know that's a key element in activating results. So here we go. I'm going to play this just a moment. Tape recording. I ask right now for the presence of the light to surround and protect myself when and that our Lord Jesus Christ bind us together that all thoughts, words, discernment, feeling, information come through for the highest good of all concerned. All negativity must leave this space. Anything that is not of the Christ, the office of the Christ, must repolarize or vacate now. I ask for the High Council presence to answer these questions that seem very important and pressing to this to this questioner. I'm gonna do an ohm, okay? I'm gonna do an ohm to on the cusp of galactic sojourn number 23. You are asking internally what is the significance of 23. It is the cusp of the 11th. bodies in your natal chart. Neptune sits there now. You have gone through what we would term a very long, protracted, galactic night. It has depleted your energies It has drained you of certain essential etheric forces, certain vital forces which are 
necessary to your physical, psychological, spiritual well-being. And like a block puzzle, you have a leg on one square, an arm on another square, torso on another square, like your game twister. You are discombobulated energetically. Now is a time for realignment. You mentioned there was a picture coming into your mind. And what is this picture? The picture is of yourself lying on your back, covered in bandages, with your right leg in a cast, held up by a a pull, pulley. You were covered in bandages, except for your eyes. You were immobilized. You were convalescing. Now, you would like to know why you are in this hospital, this cosmic hospital. Why? What has happened and how long do you need to be there? How long? Three to four months. Why? You are being put back together. Put back together after what? Does the word slam dunk mean anything to you? No. Slam dunk. You have been slam dunked into a vat, a vat of very, very sticky uh, resin, sticky resin like flypaper, like tar. Now you've been pulled out, and it's been traumatic. When did this occur? June. Okay. For what purpose? Reamalgamation of sentient... (coughs) Forces. What sentient forces? The ones um, the ones ushering in the the ones ushering in the ship. There's an image, and the image is of um, a huge ship going through a strait, like the Suez Canal, or the Panama Canal, or the Sault Ste. Marie, Canada. And they have the locks with the different levels of the water, and they're getting this huge ship from one body of water to the other body of water. And it's because it's really narrow, like a birth canal. Okay. 
What does the ship say on it? Ocean tide. Ocean tide. You are a lunar being. You move with the essence, the ebb and the flow of earth to moon, earth to sun. As flow the tides, so flow your own emotional rides on your coaster, your, your inner roller coaster. You are a harbinger of things to come as we move from the old Gregorian system, the old calendrical system of fixity and calcification, which has broken, it's broken itself on you. It no longer works on you. Your internal clock, your internal mechanisms are no longer wired to the old calendrics. This is why the Catholic liturgy no longer holds force and power for you because internally your clock is no longer vibrating to their calendrical system. Bioenergetically, metabolically, There is wash, a wash occurring. The strands are connected three, four, five, six. There's an image of a light bulb, incandescent. Going on, there is a splitting of the population, the ones that are being driven by their internal clocks, their natural clocks, and the ones that are being calibrated by the Luciferian Anunnaki control net. The Anunnaki Luciferian control net uses the internet, television, radio, cell phone technology, and fluorescent lights to capture vibration and to attune it, to attenuate it to a certain frequency. This is why you do not like television, do not like fluorescent lights, do not like the cell phone. You have a natural disharmony with this frequency. You feel pressure in your head, in your cranium. You know that they are trying to encapsulate and force, 
force uh, force feed the bulk of the population into this into this way. Eighty eighty percent of the population is going in that way right now. There are still twenty percent that are being feisty and not going that way. They're putting up a fight. no such thing as time, why was there the rush of the higher intelligence to evolve this realm, evolve this realm quickly? Why was it so imperative that they did did that? Eternal 
they have to go through another another cycle. Long time. More than seventy-five thousand years. More like seventy-five million years. That's why the Bible says it's forever. Mm-hmm. Because seventy-five million years is kind of like forever. Now the explanation that Ra gave about moving them to another planet that's being um, terraformed for them is not exactly accurate or does the negative move to that same planet? I'm getting that the jury is out. Still debating that or they're still fighting over it? They're trying to determine whose jurisdiction it's in? Will there be a lower vibrational Earth that will continue in a different timeline? Yes, but it's not one you'd want to live on. So when the entity who's channeling looks at the compassion in the world and says, how does this help this poor baby that's going to be damned because they're just pulled into that string of energy, what would you tell her? Even though that child might die, the pang of compassion of a person giving their love and their heart and the care, even if it's just a moment, can offer enough protection to that soul that the soul doesn't go to a horrible place. It is similar to when Christ was crucified. And there were two thieves on the crosses with him. One believed and repented. And the other one did not. And the one who believed and repented, Christ said to him, Verily I say unto you, you will be with me in heaven on this day. If a person dies not in a state of fear, if a person dies in a state of grace, in the case of a small child, if the grace is bestowed on that child because the child cannot consciously be in a state of grace, they're too young to understand, That is what determines where the soul goes. 
very important not to die in a state of terror and fear. That is why it is hard for the entity because her father did die in a state of terror and fear. And her mother probably will also if she dies before. They are not allowing access to that record. Yeah. How about all the souls that are not in this realm now? Where are they going to end up? Ones who have already departed. Yeah. The ones that have departed are ones that have had past lives that have not come in for bodies. Uh, it is too complex a question. There are many, 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 many groups doing many, many, many different things. In other realms? Yes. Can we do anything from this realm? Do anything from this realm to... To help those that are in other realms. Um, we, you have to clarify the question. To well, help those who are in other realms like that I, are in I, distress. If I send loving energy to my mother, does that help? Yes. Yes. She can feel that. Yes. Even my father. Yes. Yeah, your father needs it more than your mother. Yeah. Could we have the remainder of the questions and then take additional yeah, questions? Yeah. Why is she having such a horrible right now? Why does she feel stuck? I'm not going to censor. I just, I'm just getting information. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm just going with it, okay? That this is Daphne talking right now. Because I'm just getting stuff that I don't know what it means. Okay. Um, she is draining the intracranial passageways and spinal fluid conduit <coughs> in order to accommodate new issuance of fluids containing the requisite amount of love, light, metallic, mineral, amino acid, essential nutrients, which will sustain a higher dimensional 560 body. Now I'm seeing a picture of a skeleton. The skeleton is kind of moving around, and I'm seeing the frontal... Well, they're taking the top of my head off, and they're doing something to the pituitary, and they put the, they put the skeleton back, the head back on, and then they turn me around, 
and then all the nerves are being reworked, and then new, like they're rebuilding me, new skin, new hair. Oh, I like it. I've got good hair this time. And all the energy blockages seem to be repaired. It's almost like the body's been completely re-grooved. I still look like me, but without um, physical, uh, without the frails, you know, without physical illness. Everything works. Um, is is this a um, a something that's going to happen in this life, in this realm? Um, I'm getting yes. Um, two two. It's happening over time. It's happening over the next two and three years. Mm-hmm. It's happening now. That's why I'm uncomfortable. That's why I got the migraines. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm really sensitive to heat, the cold. Um, that's why I have to sleep so much. My thought that they're they're be, my brain is it's like they've it's like they're taking my brain out and giving me a new brain. Um, ah, okay. Now it's saying now it's saying that there's the whole there's holographic redensification and. The reason that I felt so empty and so ungrounded was that I had I had been undensified, and I had been undensified, and that's why everything was taken away from me. Whoa, <laughs> everything: mountain, house, husband, kitties, everything. Everything that was big, grounded. They had to undensify me so they could lift me out. And then put me back in with a new hologram. And now they are going to redensify this new hologram, but it's not third dimensional. It's five five D sixty. Um. Now, now I've got questions. Does that mean I can still play the piano and have kitties and have a house and all that stuff? And the answer is yes. And basically, I just think about whatever I want. It just shows up as long as I as long as I do it for the out of love. Pretty much have any, anything I want, along with everybody else that I'm hanging out with. But you know what? There aren't a lot of us. There's Something like four hundred and forty thousand on a new Earth that's completely cleansed. Like we get new bodies, we get a new Earth. No pollution. No. Everything's cleaned up. Also, we can understand the rocks. The rocks speak. The animals. The rocks. The animals. The wind. The rain. We can, we're telepathic, we can talk to each other, we don't have to talk with language, we can if we want to, but we mostly use language to, for singing and for poetry. Does, it, does this mean, this is once we've ascended then? This is, let's see, how do they describe this? Oh, <laughs> they call it the other side of the great shaking. They want you to ask questions now. 
Okay. So, um... Okay, I'm getting a year, 2014. Mm-hmm. So, July. Um, there's a lot of plots out to kill lots of people in this realm, one way or another. How do we sidestep those plots? Are we protected? Um, the two of you, well, the three of you, if you count um, Terry as well, and many of the people you work with already have immunity energetically built in because you've transmuted so much of the old hologram that they will... Even if they succeed in killing you, they'll be just killing off your old hologram. And you already exist like 70 or 80% at a new holographic level. So it won't matter if it looks like you've died because you really won't be dead. That's all I can explain it as. Does that make sense? Well, it's kind of what I've been telling people in my own language anyway. And I sense that's true. Um. I mean, you might physically be dead. I mean, we, we might, like, you know, get shot or something. But it really won't matter because enough of us exists on the other holographic level that we are, there's a body waiting for us, a, um, a perfected body that's already there for us, so our soul will just migrate. Now, how about the hybrid bodies of the greys? I'm sorry? The so-called hybrids. Where are those bodies? The hybrids that are here on Earth? Well, at one point, David Wilcox said something, which I'm not going to say is true or not true, I'll just repeat it, that there was a hybrid body of greys and humans that the new Earth was going to be occupied by. These were the new bodies. This is negative information. It is. This is negative source information. Okay. The new Earth will not be occupied by grace. Okay. And not, no, not, not, no. No hybrided humans. No. Okay. <laughs> Good. I deleted that from the book because that was in one of the channelings. Um, okay. Painted. Do not observe free will. You can only go to New Earth if you observe free will. Yeah. Now, next question. If I need to change my thought patterns, what would the new patterns look like? A donut. A donut, a torque. Why Alaska? No, no, we're not finished with the speech. The shapes, the shapes are coming in now. Okay, the old, the old is okay. It's a cube, and it's kind of twirling around. Ah, her father's company was called Data Cube, and it went into its demise in 2004. So the cubic structure got smashed. 
now there's a, this uh, round donut looking kind of thing. And it's It's not a matter of adopting another philosophy. The process is inherent and it's organic and it's intrinsic biologically in the cellular structure changes that are now taking place. It will evolve over the next seven, eight months slowly, 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 feeling more and more comfortable, more creative, more taken care of, more synchronistic, more in tune, more out of sync with linear time. All the people that are rigid will fall out of the life. All the people that are not in the heart will fall out of the life, even though she has compassion for them and she will feel sad as she does now with her family, more and more there will be separation between those of the open heart and those of the non-open heart. And now, okay, I see a mouse, a mouse and it has ears and whiskers and, okay, the mouse indicates, okay, the mouse indicates fear. So fear determines where the person goes. Question. Can I ask a question? Uh-huh. Um, if, if the channeling entity had not left her home, her husband, was her graduation insured anyway from this realm, or could she have been diverted? Um, um, by the service she rendered in 1993, she had already uh, fulfilled her contractual on the earth plane. She still would have graduated. Um, she will reach uh, higher. She will reach a, a, a further destination. Um, this was plan B. Not, not that you are in any way uh, a less desirable choice, but she was less prepared for this choice. Her sole plan until, two, until 2000 was geared for Robert to make the sole choice to evolve. So when he did not, the backup plan had to come on line and okay she she put she had been she had been preparing to run a half marathon and she 
run a half marathon comfortably. But then Robert didn't show up. So all of a sudden, she has to run an ultra-marathon. Well, ultra-marathons are 100 miles. So it was like six times what she was prepared to do. She hadn't been prepared for it. She hadn't been ramped up for it yet. It was... um. fell off the horse. Does this, this make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Now, if someone, for example, the entity... Oh. The last question, please. You said there was a last question. Uh, well, this is this is my question relating to what we're talking about. No, but there was the last question of the entity. The last, um, why Alaska? Did I say that one? No. Yes, but we did not answer. It's like, um, 
don't even know what these mean. Okay, it's, I, I see someone doing an experiment with test tube. They're in a laboratory suit. And it looks like they're playing with, they're trying to create life. Like D, they're playing with DNA in a, in a test tube. And there's um, mitochondria. A cell, and then a sperm penetrating on ovum, and it's bursting. Okay, okay. The heart is pure. The heart is brave. The cage is narrow. And the Bars must be broken. And then he who sits on the throne will reveal himself to be not what he is. They're talking about the Pope. He's not a good man. And she will, she's intelligent enough that she will see this. How the Catholic Church has been, um, uh, infiltrated by the evil. I get that because of her heart, she'll be okay. Because her heart is pure. Her heart is good. She has a very strong belief system. But I also see her, like her heart will burst out of it because she'll see the truth at the end. It will be, it will, it will be like a, at the end, it will kind of burst out. I get the 2012. I don't sense a severing of the friendship. I sense the friendship will be very important to her. It, it is. And that the entity will probably do more on her behalf of being saved than she will do for the entity's behalf. Well, see, if the church is, if she see, if, if Denise sees that the church is corrupt, she will have a crisis of. Um, uh, she'll have, she'll go through a major crisis because the church has been her rock. But Denise is also intelligent enough to know that the real church is in the heart. The real church is in, in the teaching of Christ. It's not the physical that it's not the Vatican and the priests. And, um, Could you make a comment on Jesus' statement, I am the way, the truth, the light, there will be no other way to the Father except through me? which is something which is a statement, if in fact that was the statement, um, that has led people to believe that Christianity is the superior religion and the superior path. Hmm. People have misunderstood what he meant. When he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one can come to the Father except through me, spoke the truth, but when he says, I am the way, 
meaning I am the Christ light. I am the Christ compassion. I am the Christ essence. I am the Christ kindness. I am the Christ strength. I am the Christ everything you attribute to Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father, which is the all that is, except through me, meaning the open heart, this is true. But it doesn't necessarily mean that one has to be a cool Christian. The test is the heart. So the statement is true, and it has been misused. Sometimes, your question? Yeah. Sometimes I will explain the connection between the higher forces in the manner that the whole universe is one, so that the Ra group and the Elohim group, in fact, are us, extended parts of us, and we're descended parts of them. And when we make the holographic connection, then we come into a communion and that I seem to be able to invoke that connection for uh, so other people can experience it. And in a sense, then I am doing a similar thing. I wouldn't ever say that publicly, but um, by holding the energy of the space of the connection, then um, I am one with them, and then those who connect with my space become one with them through the connection I'm holding. Um, um, well, we would, we would describe it thusly. It is more as if you are an individual note in a symphony. And each person, each soul, is a unique expression of that note. As the notes come together in grace, with the descent of spirit, of the all that is, with inspiration, with love, with creative brilliance, each of the notes takes its perfect place in space and time in relation to all of the other notes and creates something far, far greater than itself. But it does not lose its individuality. It blends with all of the other notes, all of the other instruments, but it creates something vastly moving, vastly powerful, and yet unique. It retains its uniqueness. This is how we would describe it. 
This service is provided in so high in definition by free I would be the conductor of all the notes or the I understood what you said, but I was trying to relate it to We would say you're like more the composer of the piece of music. Okay. And yes, you're conducting. So I'm I'm composing the music and I'm conducting. And that the people that join the band get part orchestra. of the orchestra, get into the flow of the, the music. Yes. Okay. It's not like a big ball of dough, you know, like where you have eggs and water and flour and butter and you know, it's all messy and then it, you make a big blob dough, you know, mm-hmm. dough and you rise. And it's not like that. You don't become a big blob mm-hmm. where everybody's, everyone becomes the same. No. Mm-hmm. Everyone becomes even more uniquely who they are. But they're also much more connected than they ever have been as well. Well, that's exactly what I say. I mean, I say the way but I... But they're not an amorphous blob. They don't become... Um, it's not like a drop of water going into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the way I describe it is like instead of having two spark plugs, they have eight spark plugs. Mm. <laughs> oh, they, they have two to the eights. They go up orders of magnitude. Yeah. So who they are just has a lot more energy attached to it. Well, they have many, many, many more facets. Yeah. The entity asked the question, why did she peak 15 years ago and and that she's been in a dark night of the soul since. Because 15 years ago was the initial deconstruction and regrouping of the physical vehicle. And these last 15 years have been... um, She was actually an early... uh, You know the word Mm way-shower? She was a fairly early way-shower and had a special uh, commission to anchor the tectonic plates on the North American continent. That's why she moved around so much, from the east to the west and the west to the east and places in between. And so the body was basically gutted uh, energetically in 93, started being rebuilt in 95 and has been successively um, kind of like a car that's up on a car lift and it's um, it's been up there for a long time it's gone through a whole it's had all the parts replaced it's about 70% done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 70% done. Another question. Do we have an infinite amount of time to create what we want in the universe? Okay, I'm getting a funny answer. We do have an infinite amount of time to create our heart's desires, but not in this universe. Go to another universe. 
if your desire is to use your talents to liberate a bunch of fallen people, they're not going to be in that universe. So. Could you repeat your last sentence? If your desire is to help a bunch of fallen souls, trapped souls, enslaved souls, to release themselves, do you lose that opportunity then? Um, well, I get that there are fail there are safeguards in place, and that mm -hmm. once a soul gets to a certain level of development, you are not allowed to. Um, there's only so much self-sacrifice you're allowed mm -hmm. because it would. Um, it's a higher act of service for you not to sacrifice yourself mm -hmm. and to continue on the evolutionary path than to go back to the the ones okay you're afraid that their souls will go into nothingness the ones on the the hell planet right mm -hmm. Do their souls go into nothingness? Okay, I'm getting a, there's something about a point, an infinity point. Something about their souls congealing into some kind of an infinity point. And they start again with the whole evolution of the soul. So it's not, they don't really go into nothingness, but it's kind of like they have to be a baby soul again. Well, it's like their individuality is mushed into a big pot. Well, kind, well, they go back to like learning how to walk again. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm asking, like, is this a painful experience? Is this a horrible experience? Um, actually, it says, it seems that they do retain some memory of making incorrect choices on some karmic level or of making negative choices. And then they'll have a better chance of graduating the next time around. But they're also, they're also like not telling me a lot about it. It's like a door. They're not really letting me see it. This is a different way of channeling. More, um, Co creative. Well, it doesn't make my head hurt. I don't feel spaced out. And instead of trying just to grab words, I can, because um, they, they show me pictures and then they let me try to describe the pictures and then sometimes they give me explanations. Um, the entity is gravitating towards. Uh, Veronica Torres for a reading. Does the Veronica Torres have enough 
expansion, to understand the nature of this, to be able to uh, communicate things that are important for the entity to hear. Woman is like big mountain fiddle. Okay, what does that mean? She is made of stern stuff. Good food for thought. Anchored. She'll provide useful information. There, there's nothing. There's nothing negative about about working with her. Mm-hmm. As for whether she understands um, all this negativity you're talking about, um, she doesn't. She's she is very expanded, but she doesn't really go into that realm. She's been protected from it. Um, But she can still give some very useful information. Mm-hmm. What part of the Elohim is she connecting with? She actually does a raw Elohim blend. It's raw, raw El. It's very grounded. That's why the entity is very attracted to her. Mm-hmm. Very grounded, very pragmatic, very articulate, um, very psychologically uh, sophisticated. Um, strong, very strong person. Mm-hmm. Charismatic. And, has, and and wonderful sense of humor, and she's and she can laugh at herself. She's very self-deprecating in, in, a, in a good way, in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll tell this is me speaking, this is Daphne speaking. Like, I, I asked her, I asked Veronica, I said, do you want me to give you the questions beforehand? And she said, oh, God, please no. I always freak out. I always think, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> that's, the, that's the kind of email she writes. You know, she's very, you know, um, you know, she's very, uh, you know, she's not, she's very professional, but at the same time, she's very real, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I like that. I sense, I sense in this channeling that there's something happening in the relationship with the entity and our sources, where the entity is feeling um, more empowered, less just being a, a vessel, but being a... Uh, well, creative. Well, the entity was tired of being passive. Yeah. The entity wanted to have fun. And the entity was tired of being tired. Mm-hmm. So she said, in a manner of speaking, if I'm going to do this, we have to have it be something that I enjoy and something that doesn't deplete me and something that I can understand. So we decided to... Um, I'm getting the image of the Scrabble board. I like Scrabble, board games, mm-hmm. and um, 
they gave me um, a much fancier set. <laughs> so instead of being limited in the direction, before I could only like go back backwards and forwards, now I can go zigway, you know, I can zigzag, and I can go up, and I can go down. I can move. Before it was two-dimensional, and now I can move three-dimensionally. And it's also like a big, um, you know, like a you know, like rubber bands, and you make, put them into a big ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep, keep taking rubber bands and mm-hmm. you put them into a big ball. So I've got like a big <coughs> band of rubber balls, and <coughs> and they've been here. I keep asking about my cats, and I keep. I said, I make a space for my kitty, make a space for my piano, make a space for me, and my home, and the kitties, and the piano, and the heart. And so I see, like, these big balls, and the kitties are chasing them and just having, they're, have, oh, they're, so, they're so funny, they're, they're like kittens, and they're skidding across the floor, and they're, like, chasing the balls, and they're under the piano, and, like, they're in, crawling through the piano, and they're biting the strings, and there's a beautiful deck on the house. I guess they're, they're saying that I can start to create what I want. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to feel like I'll never be happy again. And I, I, can, I can still have my kitties and I can still have my instruments and my place to make music and have fun. And yeah. Um, I see all these kitties. And, and I, I see my kitties, but I also see some new ones, some little kittens. And they're like, they're like, mm-hmm. they're crazy. They're like ripping around the house. I have I have another question, and that is that it's evident to me that the negative is planting a lot of sources down here that can mislead people. If somebody is misled in this realm by what we would call a negative source, and they still have an open heart, how is that going to impact impact them? Say, for example, we have a bunch of Mormons that seem to be misled. Um, okay, they're giving me an image, and the image is of a package of seeds that's been genetically modified. Um, okay, genetically modified seeds. Usually they're sterile, which means they only have one life cycle. Mm-hmm. And you have to buy new seeds again. Um, so somehow, what they're attempting to do is to cut off their heart frequency. Okay, it depends how open their heart is. They, and how much of their karma they've cleared. Um, They still have a chance, but it, it makes it much harder for them. Um, it's kind of like they've only got one shot. Um, so even it's kind though, of like having... Go ahead. Even though they're, they're, if I have it correct, even though they're Elohim souls, they could go in the wrong direction. 
Well, if they start doing very negative things, you know, if they start oppressing other people, they start um, they could be led to do that. Yeah. Um, and then they would be closing like a door in on themselves. It'd be like closing themselves into their own trap. Mm -hmm. um, and the negative that controls their church would attempt to create that by their dictates. Um, I think they want to save this for this is like a whole other can of worms that they want. If, 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 I'm getting tired, and, and I don't think they want. They don't want me to give you misleading information. So. So let's close the session then, okay? If you don't have any more questions, I think we're going to wrap it up. Okay. Okay. By the way, we were communicating with Ra L. Mm -hmm. Adonai, Adonai, Tzabayoth. Participants are unmuted. I just unmuted everybody. Anybody want to make a comment before we go to the healing list? Yeah, when my um, internet is down, can you read my uh, request from last week? Um, well, Sija heard you, so. Um, okay. Yes. Okay. It's still down, so I can't do anything about it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Did you guys feel comfortable with that session? That was amazing. That, that was a good session. I liked it. Mm -hmm. God, it, was, it was so earth-shattering. 
I just want to say thank you. I got so much out of it. It just, yeah. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you for playing that. I very much appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you for being part of this all and holding the energy for it. Anyone else want to say anything? Make a comment. Did anyone feel uncomfortable listening to that? No. Not at all. No, Did this anyone... one I've heard so far. Did anyone feel... What's that? Go ahead. Yeah, I want to say that that part about the 80%, you know, going to hell, it makes uh, makes you want to redouble your efforts. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I said the same thing. And did anyone feel that it was compromised? No. 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 You know, I, no. No. What's that? I say it crossed my mind wondering where it was coming from. Yeah, you, know? you always got to be uh, discriminatory. You know, I mean, think about where it's coming from, and I, I think mm -hmm. it was it was true. It was true. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were times when I was concerned where some of her sessions were coming from. Yeah, I can understand that, and and. and uh, I'd have to go back and listen to them again, like I did with this one, um, to feel comfortable enough to play it publicly, you know? Well, really, thank you very much for that. That was great. Really was great. Yeah. Anyone well, I else? Liked, uh, I liked it uh, very like much, and I'd li like to hear more from Daphne. Yeah. Well, I will go through some of her older sessions and um, see which ones I feel comfortable bringing into the public that might make a contribution. I avoided, I avoided playing them because I didn't want to overshadow Terry. And, um, you know, there's things about the way Daphne presents things, which are different than the way Terry does. It's the same, but it's different, okay? Yeah. Um, well, I mean... I, I, I think it's because Terry is connected very strongly with the Elohim, and when she channels, mm -hmm. she brings the Elohim in, mm -hmm. and I can always feel the presence. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love Terry's channelings. And they mm -hmm. are simple to understand. And they have a feeling um, of accuracy about mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. Well, I agree, too. <laughs> that's why I dedicated my life <laughs> to it. Okay. But there's... Um, so really, we hope... 
Terry will come back. Come on, Terry. Absolutely. I'm going there today, and I'm going to force some food. I can't force it, but maybe she'll cooperate and eat something. Well, you know, Yeah, you can tell her when that if she eats, she'll make everybody else happy. Yes. Say to say to Win say say to her because I I've been I've spoken to her. Um, say to her that she if she leaves now she's going too soon. And if I've she told, can hang on, I've, t- I've, t- I've hang told on her that you know. Yeah, she is. That. She's leaving too soon. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like the right time. I think if she could wait six or seven years until um, the movie is made, that will be manifesting <laughs> will be unbelievable. It's we're going to go into an unbelievable time, and such positive things are, are ahead. She'll watch she the movie. Yeah, and she can always go after that if mm-hmm. she wants to. <laughs> yeah. That she's needed. That she is needed. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, th- I, think one, I think one of the things that I was picking up was that the realm where Terry is um, hovering in and out of is so wonderful and um, when you compare the energy from there to earth earth is like a hell zone in comparison mm-hmm. and so she, well you know you know so you know there's, there, there, there's more to this than meets the eye and there's things that you guys don't know all right which at the, at the present moment i don't feel comfortable talking about publicly. But in some ways, it feels like, um, you know, since she's been in this state, I have been getting personally more accomplished and more focused because I realize if she goes, I have to do this myself. And um, uh, and I and and we have such a library of conversations that are on the spirit channel, and that figuring out the way to put this into the world in in a way that's accessible to people, you know. Like that session with Daphne, I would never play as a first introduction to our work, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just too much. And people... Too far out. Too far out, right? Yeah, yeah. And Terry's are accessible. And... uh, if you're listening on BBS radio, let me just tell you, we do 10 conference calls a week. If you are in a place where you're in fear, where you're feeling alienated, 
and you wonder what's happening in the world. Our work is giving people something to anchor themselves to in a real way, to higher realms. And the people that pay attention to our work, I have observed over years now, are successfully doing that. And we don't charge for it. This is not a ploy to get you into some kind of expensive thing to clear your DNA or to anything, you know? And it's it's available all the time, and by accessing it, which means coming to our conference calls, listening to our thousands of channelings posted on the Spirit Channel, it will move you out of the cesspool that this realm can, can be. Now, maybe you've already moved out of it, and and it'll, if you have, you'll find a group of people that will welcome you, and it's a community. And I didn't create this. I just kept going, and it just created organically around whatever I was doing, because I didn't know what I was doing. I had no reference point of how to how to do this except to just keep doing it and and Terry kept channeling and Terry has been so supportive and holding the energy for it more so than Daphne was and um, feels the sense of personal reward for having this impact on other people. Now, on that note, it's 11.55. We're going to be off of BBS. Did I make one more comment? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I just had the thought that is Terry really in control of her own future? And uh, I'm, I'm having the idea that maybe there are plans to be made for her or her future, which is in another realm, and uh, that maybe this is her time, that this decision has already been made for her. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave it at that. Well, I don't think they ever make decisions for you, okay? Uh, yeah. No. And, you know, you know, I spoke, I did a, a couple conversations with Kimberly, and they said Terry's going to have to choose whether she stays or leaves. Okay, it's her choice. Yeah. Oh. And um, and I do think she'll end up in the heaven realms if she leaves. You know, she she's spent a lot of time there, and she has friends there that are probably looking over her shoulder, that are you know ready to take care of her if she leaves. So I'm just going to do my very hey, best. Hey, when does it, Joel? Just out of curiosity, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Art Franklin, he worked with a lot of people that I knew, several, even my dentist who had stage four lung cancer, and he was a big advocate. I don't know if you have a juicer, 
the apples, beets, and carrots, and it, and it tastes like rainwater. Um, I don't mm. know if you do you have a juicer? Yep. You do. It was one of those things. I mean, I I did a lot. I mean, I did uh, I did like a pound of carrots, and I did like five apples, and I did like two beets, and ended up being about a quart. Joe, for the past for the past weeks, yeah, I have been bringing Terry things every day. Here, take some of this, take some of that, and she's not taking it. Okay. Yeah, but yesterday he was a big advocate of juicing. That's all. Yeah. Okay. I am too. I I like ABC cure. Yeah. 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 I am too. As a blood um I'm going to take her. I'm going to go there today, and I'm going to take her something. She said, "I told her you got to cooperate with me, or I'm going to give up on you." Okay. If I bring you something, you got to take it. You know. Or you're gonna, or you're just gonna starve, and you're gonna be out of here. So, but thank you for recommending that, Joe. You know, hey, please take her some spirulina or some chlorella, and and stick a straw. In that well, believe, believe it or not, I've done that. I've done yes. it. I, 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 I brought some. I brought <laughs> some uh, blue green algae. Okay, great, and and. Uh, I tried to use an eyedropper, and she took one eyedropper, and then she wouldn't take it anymore. Okay, all right. So that's that's a dilemma. It seems so simple, but it's not. It hasn't been. Let me put out. Maybe it'll get. Maybe maybe it'll get simple, because yesterday I didn't try to do anything on her behalf. I just talked to her, and I said, you know. It, uh, I'm thinking about this things every day and it's taking a lot of time and you're not responding. And if you don't want me to do it, then tell me or don't respond and I'm going to stop because I have a lot of other things to do. Okay. And, um, so we'll see. All right. We're going to all participants are muted and they can unmute themselves. Goodbye to the BBS people. If you want to know where all our conference calls are, Go to thespiritchannel.net. Thespiritchannel.net. It's got thousands of our replays. Um, it's an archive site. And it also has all the phone numbers for all of our calls. And if, um, if this call touched you, please follow up, okay? you got to reach back, and we can't do anything more than that. On that note... I'm going to make pretend we're off of BBS. It is now 1 o'clock. Is it 1 o'clock? Yeah. And I'm going to yes. turn it I'm going to turn it over to Sija, who is going to go through our healing list. Great. Please call in the light. Father Mother God, we ask for the presence of the light. Surround and protect each person here. Any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, 
through our bodies and into the center of the earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And it looks like we're still on BBS. At least looks like we're still, uh, I see BBS is still on our console, so maybe we are. But we go through this list every Sunday of people that want to get the attention of our sources and assistance in um, either planetary issues or personal issues. And we do that every night as well on Whole Planet Healing. And we don't, at this point, we don't need to talk to them to know they're here. We, we know they're here. We feel their energy. Um, they talk, they, they've had numerous conversations about how it works. And, uh, and enough people on this call have connected to their energy that they can be here and they pay attention to everyone who comes on to our call, but um, they'll, they'll send you energy if you're open to it. They don't want to scare people and intrude, so you have to check us out long enough to say, okay, I trust this, and over to you, CJ. Thank you. I thank our sources for the protection and healing of each person on this healing list, a subject of the healing list, listening to this call, listening to a replay, or reading a transcript. Win from Sedona. Protection for Terry. Perfect functionality. Awareness of what brought on her present crisis. Thank you. Seizure from England. Thank you, our beautiful friends in the higher realms. With gratitude and love for your divine intervention and manifestation of the Christ consciousness the peaceful resolution and peaceful coexistence that has descended over Taiwan, China, and the rest of the world. Thank you for your loving protection that surrounds them now and for the clearing that is taking place in our solar system and on Earth. Let the glory of your wisdom be the divine light that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light. Honoring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned in all timelines, densities, and dimensions, now and forever. And 
is. Thank you. Feature from England. Thank you to our beautiful friends in the higher realms for co-creating with us the manifestation of a beautiful new reality. Thank you for Terry's perfect health and protection in all timelines, densities and dimensions. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. Please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption, for privacy, and for them to be used as a monetary system that is free from capital gains tax and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask all of the above for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you. like to add one more request. I thank our beautiful sources with grace and gratitude and I ask Mother Earth for rain in all parts of the world to help the healing of the trees, the land and the animals and for the healing of the land and I thank you with love. Thank you. That is the end of our list, so thanks to our sources. Thank you for Terry. Thank you, Hive. Thanks to Wynne and everyone on the call. Much love to you all. Unmuted. Thank you. All participants are unmuted. Everyone over here, much love. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, Hive. And Hive, thank you so much. Thank you so much. For helping, for helping. I don't know why I got an echo. I don't know why I got an echo. We don't hear it. Okay. You don't hear it? Okay. I hear it. I hear it. All right. You go well. Ooh. You go well. Ooh. All right. <laughs> uh, I got one. You just, I got one. Just let me close your phone line. You're on the... You're on the computer in right or not I guess not your phone line now I am now I am now I am okay let me close your phone line okay so there okay. yeah can you hear me can you hear me yes we can still got an echo that's all right are you gonna play some are you gonna play some are you gonna play some? <laughs> yes I will play some songs yes 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 Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So hang out. So hang out. Um, this is going to be a disc jockey. Going to be a disc jockey. And have you guys ever heard of a woman by the name of Anya? Yes. Yes. I guess. I guess. I mean, she, she's old. I mean, she's old. I mean, 
but I just discovered her. Discovered her. Awesome. It's angelic, that music, yes. So, I've been with her for 30 years. I've been with her for 30 years. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Hive. Go ahead, Hive. All right, thank you, 